When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the show. The second round of the Australian PGA Championship at Royal Queensland underway. Ben Eccles, uh, three under in his second round, has got it to minus six. Uh, Scott Strange, uh, a couple under for his second round, got it to minus six as well. One man watching all the action and bringing it to you on our TV screens is the one and only Ian Baker-Finch. Ian, thanks for your time. No worries at all. Good morning. Good to be with you from uh, Queensland. It's a lovely day today and uh, the, the scoring continues to go low. Yeah, very low yesterday. Just on yourself, uh, nice to be back home. How many weeks a year do you spend back in Australia? Uh, I'm three to four months a year here and the, and the rest of the year there working for CBS and uh, the PGA Tour. Uh, and my, my two daughters and their husbands and now a couple of granddaughters live there as well. So um, it's hard to, to break my wife away from the grandkids, So, but we get back as often as possible. Uh, magnificent. You mentioned the scoring was pretty low yesterday and some of the big names went really low. You know, Minwoo Lee and Adam Scott, really good first rounds. Not so much for the defending champ, Cam Smith, out early, two over, 10 behind the leader. He's got some significant work to do this afternoon to, to make sure he's there on the weekend. He certainly does. I think even par will be the cut. It may even go as low as one under if the wind dies down. So, um, yeah, he needs something in the 60s today. And to really be around on the weekend, I'd like to see him go 66, 65 if possible today to sort of just let his presence be known. What about Minwoo Lee? He's turned into such a consistent player. He's number 45 in the world now. Is is he the sort of guy that you can see in the next couple of years really contending at the majors and potentially even breaking through and winning a major title? Yeah, 100%. He has the ability. He's just got to match up the, the work ethic and the ability and the self-belief uh, to go to that next level. But it's good. Once you break into that top 50, you're invited into the majors. You're at a different level. And uh, that's that's where Minwoo is at the moment. Uh, he's got a stable home life when he gets home now. He and his girlfriend, Gracie, I was at the dinner with them and sat at their table the other night. They're, they're doing well. Yeah, def- definitely has the ability. There's no doubt. What do you, what do you like about his game? Uh, he hits it far and he has, um, he doesn't worry about what's going on. He seems to be good in big moments. Um, so you match that up, that ability, the ability to focus, the ability to be able to handle the big moments with, with uh, the, the distance and length and speed that he has. Uh, it, it all goes together very well. We're speaking to Ian Baker-Finch, uh, the second round of the Australian PGA Championship at Royal Queensland underway. Of the other young Australian players around at the moment, we've always producing good young golfers. Is there a couple to you that you really like the look of? Yeah, there's been some good ones for quite a while coming through. I, I, I like I've uh, been watching Louis Dobler for a long while. Uh, there's another bunch of young guys about that age coming through that just haven't quite done it yet. Uh, Elvis Smiley, yep. uh, another young lefty that uh, I've known since he was born. He's Liz Smiley's son. He uh, shot three under 68 yesterday. 
Uh, Cam Davis, I think he has the ability to be something very, very special. He's got the best swing in the world. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, Lucas Herbert, not so young anymore, but he's doing really well as well. 66 yesterday and playing well today. Curtis Luck just had a hole-in-one, I can tell you. Good luck to Curtis. Was he the party hole hole-in-one? Very nice. Yes. Yeah, so I'm sure you'll see that when the TV comes on. We'll have a have a recorded shot of that, I hope. Absolutely. And uh, just on the first-round leader, fair to say a surprise to most, uh, Moscardel out of Spain, 8-under, ranked 1,162 in the world. Uh, this is his big, biggest moment in golf today and potentially over the next couple of days. Yeah, exactly. 63 yesterday. You know, all of these guys have the ability to go low and shoot scores like that. Whether you can do it on a Sunday to win is another thing. Um, Cam Smith's proven that he can. Adam Scott, of course. You know, guys like that, they, they can get it done when the heat's on. But uh, young guy, um, good-looking young pony. I, I think you have a lot of uh, the female galleries out watching him today, Joel Moscatel. And um, whether or not he can shoot another 63, we'll have to wait and see. But it's good for him. It's good for the confidence for a young guy, first year out, to uh, go do something like that. Yeah, good-looking and hits a good golf ball. They're annoying, those uh, sort of people. Just, Ian, uh, golf in general, it's been a really turbulent 18 months, uh, and, and a lot of us think it's, it's pretty sad, everything that's it's gone on. You, you've seen it close up in the United States. Do you sort of feel the same way? Yes, I'm, I'm disappointed with, uh, as you said, turbulent times. It's a very polite way of saying it. It's been a real uh, tough 18 months to, to understand and, and to plan for the future. Um, golf is golf. In a lot of ways, you could say that it's brought a little bit more attention to the game. Um, maybe brought some more people in, which is what we're all about. But the PGA Tour is uh, the pinnacle of the sport. We all aspire to get to the US PGA Tour. Uh, the Australian PGA Tour, the Australasian Tour is a pathway tour through the DP world uh, into the US. That's, that's what these young guys are after. Uh, we've got 18 tournaments here in Australia for the, the young Australians to play in to, to prove their worth and to get a spot uh, on the DP World or into the Corn Ferry perhaps in the US and then onto the main tour. So that's still, for me, that's the world of golf. And then you've got the um, the Live Tour, which is 48 players, play 54 holes, sort of team event, bit more pizzazz, bit more fun perhaps. I know it was a big success in Adelaide. We're happy for those people that uh, came to play and had a good time in Adelaide and Australia. But uh, to me, the golf is still... You know, the journey, put the effort in, make your way through, win a few tournaments like the Australian PGA Championship, get your way onto the European Tour and the US Tour and uh, make a name for yourself in the world of golf. So John Rahm has been one that scoffed at suggestions uh, that he would join Live. Now the stories have emerged this week that uh, 600 million US is on the table, that some are saying it's almost a done deal. So we've got December 31 deadline for the three tours to merge and now we've got stories in late November, that John Rahn might be going to live for $600 million. It, it, it It's very hard to follow where this is all going to end. It's a lot of money, isn't it? It is a uh, lot of money. How could, you, how could you possibly turn that down? It's like when Cam Smith was offered $120 million US, almost $200 million Australian. I'm like, mate, it's, uh, it's very hard to turn down that money. That's, that's generational money. For John Rahm, though, Triple that, um, quad, uh, well, five times, 600 million US. Um, 
I don't think he'll go. My gut feeling is he'll stay. He wants to stamp his name on the uh, on the history in the history books of world golf. Uh, I don't think he's going to do that by playing in 54-hole party events, personally. But the good players will still be able to play in the majors. So maybe he thinks, oh, I'll take the money, I'll play over there, still play the four majors and win a few. Um, we'll have to see where he goes. But my gut is that he won't, and he's told us that he won't. So we'll have to wait and see. Can you foresee where we're going to be in two years' time, where this is going to get to? Is there still going to be a a live tour? Is Are they going to come together? Are they going to work something out? I don't see how they come together. But uh, if uh, the TIFF Fund and Saudi Arabia and uh, the people involved, if they continue to fund uh, to the tune of a billion dollars a year or thereabouts, uh, the live tour may continue, you know, sort of like a, a Formula One tour, traveling the world 14 weeks. Um, but I, I don't see it ever merging. It's a different product to what we offer. This is real golf. And uh, the, the top players, apart from two or three, you know, obviously Brooks Kepp is one of the best players in the world. He plays at live. And uh, I'm not taking anything away from their ability. They still have to play well. But they're not playing against the best week in, week out. We'll have to wait and see if they're... Uh, if their abilities diminish or not, Brooks Kepka certainly didn't, and Cam Smith looks like he's maintained a pretty good standard. Um, I, I don't see how the merger happens. I think we'll have to see how it goes and whether the US tour uh, gets a private equity line of credit, You know whether they uh, change the way they do business. I'm not sure. I was going to ask you that. You sort of answered it in that question there, but do you think over time it... it the sort of the sharpness off the game of a Cameron Smith and a Mark Leishman and, and Cam's been pretty good so far, but not playing against the best, not playing 72 whole tournaments regularly. Does it, in the long term, does it hurt your game? I would think so, but there'll be others that say the opposite. They'll say, oh no, they're only playing 14 to 20 events per year. They're in better physical shape because they're playing less. Uh, there's a little less stress on them because they're all being paid so well to, to be um, on the other tour. So maybe they, they freewheel it a little more when they do come to play in the majors. So there's two lines of thinking. But to me, I think you hone your game by playing against the best week in, week out. And um, <laughs> to be honest, and once again, not taking anything away from any of the guys that have won over there, can you name one tournament that anyone won? I mean, it's just, oh, someone won a 54-hole mm. event over on the other tour. It's It's not... It's not like we won. He won the Australian yeah. PGA Championship, or he won the Australian Open, or he won something big. It's he he won one of those tournaments, and uh, I, I think that has something to the whole credibility of it all as well. Yeah, I think a lot would agree. Just finally, before I let you go, Ian, uh, who do you think will be holding the Australian PGA uh, Trophy come Sunday night? I think it'll be Minwoo Lee. Beautiful. I think a lot of people would be very happy with that result. Ian, always a pleasure to catch up. Uh, enjoy the Australian PGA over the next uh, three days. I will do, and, and the same to you and all our listeners. Uh, great to be with you as always. Great to have Ian Baker-Finch on. What a champion golfer and a champion broadcaster he is now. You can hear him on the Channel 9 coverage over the weekend at the Australian PGA.